Oh man, oh, that was a good one too. Maybe we'll do horror Christmas. Hey, what up, everybody? It's the Talking Normies podcast. Back fresh off a hiatus. We had Loki's in the morning. We had Invincibles in the morning, and now we're back. Motherfucker, what's up? My name is Chris Johnson. I'm Pat. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm Spidey. What up? It's Mickey. Hey, and we got the the old OG original crew out here sitting, talking, doing things. How have you guys been? Ah, uh, good. Um, you know, it's been a long couple. What three weeks now? Since yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what's we, been happening? I've gone to a wedding. I have. Well, hold on. This is the weekend catch up, so you can feel free right. to go into a little more detail. Whose wedding was this? Yeah, uh, my friend Lex and Andrea. They, I've known them both for a while. Um, man, years. What did you wear? Ooh, what did I wear? So I was in the wedding. Um, I, I think I just had on like some normal slacks and then like a uh, maroon shirt, just kind of go with the colors. And I had a tie, of course. Okay. Um, they did a lip sync battle for each other instead of like a, a money dance. Nice. And I was her air pianist, uh, keyboard guy, which is a lot of fun because I'm just kind of fucking around with this thing, and we're all pretty lit because it was a good wedding and they had open bar. So what kind of wedding? Like, uh, I mean, we're we're well, okay. This is gonna sound rude, but it's not. I've never heard. I've heard, I've seen the money dance before. Yeah. Excuse me, and I've seen um, uh, dance battles, but I've I've never seen any like what kind of peoples was this? Is this like traditional white folks things? Is it some black folks shit I never no, heard of? No, no, no. Just some deep He's... down south. Was they Polynesian? So yeah, Alexis from Georgia. Um, Hold on, the country or the state? State. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and Andrea, I don't want to get her ethnicity wrong, but I believe she is some sort of like Polynesian Asian. No oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Roll the dice on Polynesian. What's good? Um. And I don't know, it was just fun. Like that people throw money for the lip sync battle, which I'd never seen before either. So I like that. Hmm. Yeah, that was sick. Me and Mark have kinda had the idea that um when we do our little silly second wedding that we're gonna steal other ideas from other weddings. We've been to so many weddings. I mean, yeah, I mean that's you know, I don't know, easy, I don't know yeah, yeah, no people do, do that. I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, feel like people sense. like weddings are supposed to be really traditional, right? Like your wedding typically looks like what your parents' wedding looked like if they had one. No, nah, you know? mm-hmm. my yeah. wedding's gonna be different. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be. Uh, I don't even know what mine's gonna be like. My I buddy think. had a sword dance at his. It's this Jordanian oh, guy. Jordanian guy came out with the sword and did this fucking. I almost like, I, I really don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, don't, I have either. so little care of what my actual wedding is going to look yeah. like. And I feel like I'll just start saying random shit like, mm-hmm. and from, let's get a parkour guy to run through this bitch." Like, I don't <laughs> know. From but doing, then that'd be so uh, From doing wedding photography, the best weddings I've been to are the ones where the bride and groom cared the least, like, in terms of, like, the extravaganza of it all. You yeah. Know? At most weddings, it's just a lot of background drama and just a show put on for guests who don't give a shit about being there. Mickey, will you say uh, that word again? What? The the big word you say. What do you say? A- extravaganza? Say it again. <laughs> extravaganza? Nice. It's not wrong. I, just, I never it's heard it pronounced like that. Yeah. How you, what? How extravaganza. You, Extravaganza? Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah, but Mickey said, said extra, 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 extra. Like you extra emphasize the extra. I like it though. It's like someone has some baganza and then you brought extra. But extra baganza. How, how, how do you say it? Extravaganza. Like extra baganza. <laughs> you're saying like you're the right saying thing, but it sounds like you're. It, uh, how, what? It, it's, it's not wrong at all. It's just funny. Yeah. The yeah. Way I don't know. No, I like that. It's the emphasis, right? <laughs> right. Extravaganza. Well, yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat. I would want just like a a, a small intimate affair with yeah. just with just the closest people. You see, like, I did that. The, the least. I want expect- big. You for real? Another thing. I don't figure you'll be like that, especially with like. Indian weddings, at least, man. It's just like the the amount people spend on weddings. That's like you could just put that on towards a house, right? Like, yeah. like if your family's willing to shell out a hundred thousand dollars for one night's worth of that's both, half off a house. That's yeah. more than half of a house in some places. Like it's just like it's just. I get it. Like the family wants to celebrate and shit, but it's it's usually a show for. More people than is needed, and yeah. most of those people don't give a shit about being there. So what the fuck yeah. am I buying you dinner for? Why, See, yeah. why how sick would it be to party in the new house that you bought me? Right? Yeah. Right. I throw. I throw the banger. Um, yeah. Why do had, I want yeah, it? Yeah. You had a small one. Why I did have a small one? wedding. Um. So, I, so here's the benefit of being able to do it twice. 
with the same person on top of that, right? Is that like my small one was like it was very intimate, it was very nice. We did it in one of those uh, mansions on Meridian Street because uh, the That's people. Small? I mean, there were like twenty people there, maybe ten. But you did that. it in a mansion. Yeah, but that I mean, like it was free. Like we oh, just, we were okay. in the mansion. Oh, okay. We, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you rented out the whole mansion. No, 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 no. no. Like, like Marquette's uh, old employees knew someone who like lived in one of those mansions, and they're mm. like, "Oh yeah, you guys can get married there. We got like a nice fireplace." <laughs> I was like, That's "All right, whatever." Sick. Hell yeah. But um. Now thinking about doing it again, like when Marquetta, because Marquetta's family still doesn't know we're married, right? And I think doing like it'll be. They don't know that, or they, they, they don't. Know. They do not. You've got green stuff in your mustache. They do not know. We're hold on, time out, time out, time out, my dude. Yes, hold on, hold on. yes. So when you you've been in check a couple times now, right? Yes, twice. Twice they now. They don't. They, they don't they, know you're married. They what do, do they not they know. Think? What they don't see is the ring on your finger. You don't they take just that think off? we're engaged. Don't they watch these podcasts? Yeah. They don't speak English. And no, they don't watch it. Does your mom and, but, watch but, but, this but, podcast? You, you talk, I, she you, might. I don't know. I know you my talk, mom does. If I, if I send my mom the link, she'll be in this chat. <laughs> I, I hope not. I, I hope my parents ain't watching this shit. Yeah, no, they don't know we're married. So we have to get married again. That is dope. I don't know how you're able to keep that away from their parents for so long, for this long. It's low-key incredible. They just yeah, it's yeah. incredible as fuck. Like, you're devious as fuck. Oh, wait, I said low-key. devious. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Do they bro? expect like, you guys to get, like, is it like, a, oh, they're probably going to get married? Like, I mean, I think they would like it. She's their only daughter. But, like, I mean, if so we the, showed up with a kid and just moved into a house, yeah, they wouldn't give a shit. They're pretty big secular country, so it's not like they've got, like, religious implications So or then anything. why not just tell them? Yeah. yeah. Like, why oh, not just because, call them and be like, hey, we did it. We didn't have time. Because like come to check. You're gonna miss your daughter's fucking wedding. Like that feels you know what I mean? No, we're just gonna have a second Yeah, we're gonna have a second wedding. So the second one's just gonna be the first one for them. So I uh, when you <laughs> had the wedding in check, I can't spill the beans. You don't know check. If you learned enough check to spill the beans, I will be impressed and upset. Yo, challenge accepted. Duolingo. Duolingo, baby. <laughs> I would never be I would have tears of anger and <laughs> and like proud. But Pride. so in check, um, we, I want to get married in a castle because they have castles and you can rent them out to get married in them. And it's not very expensive. And so, then, yeah, I want to do that because when they made castles, they didn't want niggas in them. And I'm going to get married in one. So I, I'm just thinking from like, you know, the dad's point of view and the uh-huh. mom's point of view. They know that you guys have been living together for this long. Yes. You guys doing this. You guys been doing like you guys trying to have kids and everything. But you guys are not married. You know how frustrated they're probably mad. Like <laughs> they, if you just tell them that you're married, they're probably they're probably happier. Because oh, they don't they care about us being married. They probably want you guys to be together married. They don't, they don't care. They don't, don't care? They, no. Oh, damn. They're, they're they that progressive fast parents. No. Not at all. <laughs> no, I would not call. I love them to death. They're not progressive by any means of the word. For real? Just oh, a that's just a different culture. progressive, though, because usually most cultures be like, hey, if you're going to be living together and like fucking and shit, you better fucking get married. Yeah. Especially like living that long together. Yeah. You know? Anyway, but, so. Hey, that's dope. So my brother and uh, Uki, they also had a small little wedding. Like, I, um, it was just like, I think. There was no money guns involved? Because no every money, Indian no, wedding I've been to had money guns. No, yeah. they, they didn't want the gaudy stuff or anything like that. Um, so we did a small wedding. It was just like eight of us at, okay. in Ohio. But then her side of the family made a huge stink about like, again, only daughter. Like, mm-hmm. Well, not she was like the third daughter, but the youngest daughter. And the dad wanted to have a wedding. So we had to create another wedding, which was a second wedding. But they already got married. Had a second wedding in Tulsa. And it was just like the Indian style wedding, but yeah, and it was just stupid because they were already married. But hey, man, people yeah. want to celebrate. Um, well, the last thing before we let Spidey finish his weekend catch up is this: um, oh Indian weddings are simply better because as a man, you don't have to just wear a fucking suit. Suits are boring. Affairs. Suits are fucking boring. So let's I think, just talk but, about the clothes. The clothes you, are. But you also, got, I, I don't know. I kind of prefer the the Western style. In, I agree. In, Indian style, boring. A lot, and you got to sit there for yeah. like hours. Doing no, no. I'm talking about just the clothes. Oh, I'm not. Okay, ta- I'm okay. not talking. Even the clothes are a lot. The clothes. I, are I'm here lot. for the clothes, man. Like <laughs> even like I need to go to some Nigerian weddings. Y'all need to look to all the Nigerian oh, fam yeah, out there. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've traced my roots back. I I haven't met enough Nigerians now. I got one buddy, but he live in London, and he only huh. first generation. So all I'm saying is, when there's a Nigerian wedding, invite your boy. Boy, I will try my hardest to fucking come to this. I want to go to a Nigerian wedding. I'm just saying that for the way that men dress in America, like formal is boring. Formal is fucking boring. I don't give a fuck what anybody well, says. You know when do. you walk into a place and everybody looks the same, I'm not here for that. Women be out here dressed to the nines, right? Like, I want to be dressed to the fucking nines. I want some fucking style. I want to be able to self-express myself instead of showing up in either the black, gray, or blue suit. God forbid you wear a fucking tan suit. Game over. So here's the thing: Tan, those man. those Indian outfits that you're talking about, the Ooh. guys got to wear and shit. So when my brother had to wear those Indian outfits, first of all, those Indian outfits are heavy as fuck. Mm. They're super heavy. And they're so also very like there's there's so much going on in the Indian outfits, like with beads and shit everywhere, and like all that extra stuff. It's easier to rip 
like it's like and all that like it rips easily you gotta be very delicate and the head thing that you gotta wear is super fucking heavy and you gotta move dance and walk into that my brother's pants ripped twice i was in march band this feels like it's way up my alley for real <laughs> like and, and it's like hot you most of the time these weddings are hot in the summer and shit like that Jeez, i i i do not want to wear those all those indian clothes when i get married low-key i just want to come in in a button down some shorts or some pants and be gucci well, so we're your gonna, wedding you're gonna wear well so honestly, honestly like your wife's gonna i, I know my she I, I hope my wife is like a thrill seeker so maybe you know we could get married if she's marrying you she's a thrill seeker yeah, i What's hope so about <laughs> shorts you know, we could, at the wedding because you know we're gonna get go get married on the plane and then when we when we jump we're gonna jump out of the plane and everyone who comes on the plane with me is gonna jump out too Hey, I'm not gonna be in your wedding party. In fact, you're not making me jump out of a plane. I have body autonomy. I won't be there. I'll see you on the ground, baby. Yeah. All right, Spidey. We can catch up. What else the fuck you been doing? It's been two weeks. Oh man. Um, what did we do before that? I feel like we had a date, and I feel like we did something, and I can't think what, but I know we did. Oh, we went and did some candle making. Um, Ooh. Oh, where'd you go? Uh, Penna Beach. Yeah, bro. I love that. That that candle. We have left home and like forgotten it burning. Came <laughs> home, it smells incredible in the apartment, and it's like not even halfway done yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, those, yeah, those are those last. are good candles. What flavors did you do? Or oh, scents? Um, I guess they're not flavors. Don't eat candles, kids. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> don't eat candles. Um, I have no idea uh, they, how long it's gonna last, but I'm I'm thinking it's it's got to be like a sixty hour kind of burn. Candle okay. Like yeah, that. it's like sixty to eighty hours. But what's it there's, smell like? There's one scent um, that said it smelled like old books, and that that, that was that was. Have you smelled it? Yeah, it's dude. That was one of my favorites. How the fuck? It smells, it smells like, like old books. It smells, it smells like, like old books. It smells like, like old books. <laughs> you guys like old books smell? And, yeah. But like, you know how like you smell and you're like, okay, I'm expecting just a candle smell. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's like. It it's, smells like old books. It's, like, a different, <laughs> it's like a dispensary for candles. Yeah. It's actually pretty lit. Yeah. And you get to make um, your own candles, all right? Yeah. Yeah. The one I made, it is, it was cannabis. Um, oh, I fucking knew it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, oh, fuck. What are the other two? I forget what the other two were, but I smelled the cannabis mm-hmm. and I was like, this is peaceful. Hey, so you. You get a mix of flavors. Yeah, yeah. I want to go try this out, bro. It's a lot of oh, fun. super nice. It oh really yeah, is. And can you, you go there without being on on a date? Yeah, all right, yeah. Babe, you know I'm about to. Do we it. did we one, did and Marquetta okay. smelled like uh, like oak barrel whiskey. And every time she lighted, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get some whiskey." Like I was Pavlov dogging myself. Uh oh. We live like right by a bar. Like every time I was like, "We gotta, we gotta get rid of this candle. It's ruining me. Like I can't." <laughs> <laughs> like. Mm, I should go get like a little, 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 little. You know what? That's a, I, I'm a, I might go down. Do that, that this weekend. I need to go get some candles for Oki and them, so I might do that. Yeah, that'd oh, be that's nice. A good one, yeah. All right. Well, that was cute. That was nice. Mickey, what have you been up to? Um. Oh, geez, a lot. So, so <laughs> oh, geez, so much has happened. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time this winter. I feel like I've kind of just hit a wall with my mental health. Yeah. And it got uh, it got bad enough that I checked myself into a rehab center oh, wow. for that. That's where I was for yeah. those seven days. Um, seven days. Seven days. It was through Indiana Recovery, which is mostly like a drug rehab program, but they have like a mental health track now. Nice. So I did that, and I was there for seven days. A lot of group therapy, meditation. It was great. It was a great experience, and I felt really good coming back from it. But then I feel like I hit a wall again, so that's frustrating. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of taking a break. You might have noticed me missing from a lot of reactions. I'm just kind of taking a break and just trying to tackle this shit. You practice well, anything day that you at a time. Also, shout out to Rick from Blind Wave. Your, you know, your decision also inspired me to make mine because nice. he, he stepped off of reactions, and I think that's awesome. I think the most frustrating thing is that you brought a guitar back, and you didn't even consult me once. Yeah, that's part of my, <laughs> hurts my condition. Hurts my soul. Well, you know, that's yeah, that's one thing about ADHD is, like, you're really bad with money because, like, the whole condition is a dopamine deficiency, and what gives you dopamine? Buying shit. So, so like... Yeah, but you impu- could manage impul- the retail therapy. Impulsive shopping is, is part of the... Um, it's not like a symptom of the condition. It's just like, you know, that's... This is we, dopamine. But are you enjoying be, the guitar we, at least? We be chasing dope. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. I, I'm still doing the spider exercise. I'm still not good at that. So I don't feel like moving on to anything else until I can, like, do Well, that. you just let me know when you're ready to learn a one-string song. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bud. I, I got the perfect one-string song for you. You're going to be like, damn, the all that on one string? I, uh, you're going to play a whole song. I will be making content about because I did learn a lot of good stuff, and I, I want to make, like, a mental health series um, on my personal channel. Follow me, Mikotsky. 
M I C K A T S U K I. Is that too complicated? Should I change that? No. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to be making content about it. There's a lot of good stuff there. Some stuff I didn't like. So I'm going to do like a few videos talking about my time there and what I learned there. But yeah, that's, that's the thing about mental health is like getting help isn't necessarily the thing that fixes you. It's just the thing that points out the problems. Like therapy isn't what fixes you. Therapy is just what that gives you the tools. Gives you the tools. Not even the what. Not just the tools, but it's just like okay, this is what specifically you need to work on, and then you have to go work on it. And that's mm-hmm. that's the hard part. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like I felt great. Because like when I was there, you, you I didn't have my phone, so like I just was on a complete detox from life for seven days, and I got back into like a pretty good routine. And then as soon as I came back, it was just I just man, I I tried my hardest not to like fall back into that like I don't know yeah keep those habits up yeah it's keep meditating for sure it's tough takes time away from your tech after I got my very first therapy the lady was like well this is a good thing because you can fix it and I was like that sounds terrifying like what do you mean she's like well like you've got the power yada 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 and she gave me she gave me this really stupid thing and this was for my problems this isn't we're probably related to anybody she gave me a uh because I have anxiety and shit. She gave me, it's a picture of a train. It's like a kid's drawing of a train. And like there's a conductor and she was like, all these people in the back, they're your emotions. You're the conductor. You don't let them drive. You drive the train. You decide where it goes. Like that's, she was like, just kind of try to keep that in mind. And I was like, okay. And then when I started getting anxious, I'm like, no, they don't drive. I'm driving the train, just like talking to myself and shit. But I like what I said, like they help you to like kind of get you going in the right direction. Well, there's um actually, you get, there's this one thing I learned where you actually like, touch certain parts. yeah i heard about mm-hmm. that yeah it it i i don't think it, it it does take away the anxiety but i think it's more just because you're tapping yourself in the fucking head so you, that's all you can focus on you know but like there are like certain pressure points you can like touch to so like I, i've alleviate the anxiety my personal trainer actually told me about that's how he deals with his it, it works it yeah. does so, work he doesn't yeah, say the n-word me, to himself in the mirror every day for me it works like momentarily like i it's only supposed to be momentarily it is momentarily but yeah. that, that's what's fucking frustrating dude I, like my anxiety is like bad and it's yeah. like i feel like all my problems are getting like worse as i get older so like i really need to like get a handle on this because like shit is like debilitating right. um which sucks because like I did a lot of meditation work there and I had like a really big breakthrough moment and I, and then coming back and just like, I don't know. I just feel like I fell down again. Maybe you need a little longer. And it's frustrating. Some people were there for like up to a year, dude. Like, a year. Yeah. But I mean, those, you know, it's, it's, they were in the substance abuse program. Like, wow. it, mm-hmm. like the substance, it's one of the best programs in the country. If, if yeah, it, it, Indiana recovery is one of the best centers. In, Sheet, in, nice. in, um, in the country, so that's, that's good to know. That's another Indiana win, but like, there, it's a very comprehensive. If you're dealing with substance abuse, it's a very, very comprehensive program. Like, you go all the way from detox to like, like, they slowly integrate you back and give you responsibilities. Yeah. Okay, and you know, one thing I learned is uh. Because there was at one point where, like, in the beginning, if you're in substance abuse, they take care of all your food and stuff. Like, you you don't have to focus on anything but, like, withdrawals and, like, managing that. But later on in the program, you, like, buy your own groceries and you have, like, a roommate and stuff. And at that point, they give you more freedoms, but they're more stricter on, like, not cleaning your dishes is seen as relapse behavior. Because it's, like, you're... I feel like modern life is not really about like one giant stressor weighing on you. It's like a bunch of little things because we have, we have the tendency to say, I'll deal with that later. So even something is like not doing your dishes can set you down like a negative path because you're just putting off this task for later. And by the time you get to that task, you're going to have put off more stuff. And now it's just like this pile of things that you have to do and that's going to cause you stress and, you're gonna want to do drugs to get rid of that stress, and it's just like it's it's it w- it was really cool learning about like things like that that you wouldn't have even considered. Yeah, you know. Um, so it was ultimately good, but now I have fallen again, and I'm frustrated by that. Um, I mean, the only thing you could do is just keep. You got. They told you what you need to do, or like, well, how you do it. Just keep. It's the, just pr- it's, keep practicing. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's the. Doing it's not. Part. It's not like the. It's not like you said. It's not a one-time fix-all thing. It's not going to be an easy fix. I will um, say that on rehab, uh, I was supposed to grab a beer with one of my buddies last week or this week, actually yesterday, and like he wasn't answering his phone. And I called like his ex-girlfriend. I was like, "You heard from this motherfucker?" He's like, "Oh, he can't come out. He's in rehab." And I was like, "Oh, 
Well, that's great because honestly, he needed to be, and I was feeling guilty about getting his beer with him, but I owed him one. So, well, glad yeah, he's gone. That's another thing they told us is um, I wasn't in substance abuse, but like for people in substance abuse, that like you're, I, I forget what the actual statistic was, but like you're you're three times. It's like a very high percentage that you're very likely to OD after you get out of rehab. Damn, because. You'll probably you some big amounts, ain't it? You'll probably want to be like, ah, I get, I, I yeah. got out of rehab. I could celebrate, and then you'll do the same amount that you did before you went in, and you've had this tolerance break. And most people end up ODing after they get out of rehab. I, I never thought of it like that. And there was even some, ah, uh, there, there were some repeat people there. I, I don't want to put anybody on blast. Uh, please don't. But yeah, 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 there were some repeat people um, there. Something that you said that like just doing a small test, like broadcasting a small test, like sets down the like going down a spiral and not doing other things. So I have a problem with that too. Something like small is like just doing, like you said, dishes or something like that. One thing that um, I uh, read in a book was, you know, five seconds. If you're thinking more about five seconds, then just do it. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're thinking about, if, if, it's, if it's in your mind for five more than five seconds, that means you have to do it. So just do it. That's, that's the way. I'm, so if, if I think about it for more than five seconds, I just do it. So, Maybe that's something to help you out. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. whenever you're like, want to procrastinate, if you're thinking about it, then might as well just do it. Yeah. Five second rule. I also think that's why we get towards the end of the year and it start getting that burnout feelings because I've been putting off so much shit all year and it's yeah. like, I need to, I need to at least reset. I think. Yeah, then it all just weighs on you at the end. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm going to put my roots down in Indiana, my five year plan is to have enough financial freedom that I can just like dip for the winter. And just like go, like my dad, just go get like a, a snowbird. I'll I'll just go get an Airbnb in California or something. You yeah. know, just like I just I can't I can't I I can't be here. Like <laughs> this place kills me in the winter. Like I I oh, like that's it, funny because I actually it, put that on the thing to talk about. But nice. it's what you said about like just doing something. Like I, there's a I don't know if it's my ADHD or my depression or if it's like both things. But right now I feel like i'm just like paralyzed like i can't i literally can't do anything like it's it feels like a weird paralysis and i i, I can't describe it it's, it's strange so before we wrap up with the weekend catch up because that does actually hit on to a point that i was going to talk about later on i was going to say that um oh with the rehab thing is that that's weird non sequitur never mind sweet so it was mickey was teed us up for what do y'all do in the winter to stay happy? Because, I mean, like, it's it's Indiana. It's great. We live in the northern hemisphere. It'd be like that up here. Um, sucks. I got to see uh, after Eleanor left town, she sent some uh, Snapchats of her getting home, and it was covered in snow and everything. And I was like, wow, look at Norway, covered in snow. And then, like, she sent the message. Like, She's like, everything's gray and gross now, and it's going to be like that for a while. I was like, oh, yeah, it's still, <laughs> still the winter. It's still the north, right? Well, once it starts snowing, I start to feel better because it's at least pretty to look at. Yeah. Like, it's at least, like, if, if it's going to be cold and shitty, like, give me some snow. Like, give me, give, like, make it look good at least. Yeah. You know? I find a little bit of beauty in it. I still go out for walks in the cold. Um, I have a sauna bus that I literally have to run, which is a good reason for me to go out. But even on days when like I've been running a bus, this was like last winter where like no one comes by and it's just the gray, the wet and the cold. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I like it's hard, but I feel like I'm trying not to be afraid of outside. Like I'm still going to go outside. I'm still going to run. I'm still going to ride my bike. Like I'm not. I got this book and it's um, it was um, fucking Eleanor again. She sent it. and It was just about like a uncultural un, things that Norwegian people don't say but like is like just culturally understood and one of them was uh, there's no such thing as bad weather only bad clothes because like in the winter you need to get your dopamine or you need to get your vitamin D from the sun and like being inside and being afraid of being cold like isn't going to do that for you so it's just like just fucking go outside just go outside like you're going to be cold but we got clothes we got fucking technology we're not naked apes we're going to bundle up and I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to go walk through nature there's still life there's still stuff happening just because it looks like that outside doesn't mean you got to avoid it. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, I'm just going to push. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to fuck what it takes. I'm going to be outside. Yeah. We so outside. Yeah, I think that's uh, just getting outside. For me, I have to get outside because of my dog. Yeah. Um. So that helps a lot. Um. But even if there's no sun, then it's really hard to, you know, feel yeah. like, like right now, like this is, this is depressing as fuck. So even if you're taking a walk, your dog going to walk, you're not going to feel like in a good mood or anything like that. I think a lot of it is just like finding activities that make you feel happy or make you feel that good mood for me i i get like working out makes me feel good and i'm not not like the act of working out but also like afterwards you have that nice big dopamine rush oh for sure and, and on top of that it's like 
I, I guess this is this is a bad way to look at it, but uh, or a toxic way to look at it. But the way I look at it is like, I'm gonna go work out now when I know most people are not gonna go work out, and that makes me feel better. And then that's probably a toxic way to look at it. No, but like it's not toxic. But like that just motivates me because like I know other people ain't gonna do it. Then I'm if I do it, then I'm I'm, I'm winning at least. Love space. In the I don't game, think bro. that's toxic, yeah. but I will say I think you spend an unhealthy. <laughs> I think well, you're, I think you're addicted to it, <laughs> and I think I think I just wish you looked like The Rock. I feel like for as much time as you put in the gym, you should be like. I could put Squeaking. four hours into a gym, and it won't. Be, it's not all lifting. It's not like it's literally one getting there, knowing that people are gonna get in my fucking way and talk to me. Yeah, like you have to plan that shit out. You have mm-hmm. to plan an extra thirty minutes in your workout for that. Ah, see, so yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm going to try to sauna for fifteen minutes. If I have time, I'm gonna get out and shower, and then get back in the sauna for another ten or fifteen. Then I'm gonna get out and try to stretch for maybe another thirty minutes. I can climb for a good two hours, and then come back and stretch again for a cool down. And then maybe sauna again. Like you work I at have the to, gym. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you have time to put a good four hours in, there's nothing that feels better. It feels like a spa day. Yeah, like, it does. Like, I, I, and yeah. then I guess like again, it's like one of those things. Like, it, 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 like it's hard to do, but once something's hard, you get that that rush. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. If oh, the harder sure. it is, the bigger the rush is. So that's why I like to do is like make diet, sure diet. Uh, diet is a big contributing factor too. Mm-hmm. A- ADHD. If you have ADHD, you should be um, eating a lot of beets. Because beets has like, but then your poop is red. Yeah, but like it's it's got something. It's always scary. It's 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 one food that's like really good for your dopamine receptors, like it for dopamine regulation. Um, so I I bought a juicer. (laughs) Nice, nice. I bought a cold pressed juicer. Someone tried juicing. Have you had like juice beets? Because they're really sweet. Yeah. Well, I had this uh freaking uh because I I was in Canada. Uh, Toronto past weekend for yes. a family thing and we were at Tight. one of the malls and there was this juice spot that did like cold pressed juices and it was like apple orange carrot beets ginger oh yeah um, and something else something, wake you something green and it was like fantastic and I was like okay yeah yeah that's 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 the ticket so I'm gonna try juicing that <laughs> outdoor activities like sledding in the winter yeah oh bro sledding I, shit I have the best sledding spot in the entire city. In the entire fucking city. Is it near a graveyard? No, yeah, it's that's not. Where we okay, went. Good. That's where we went last okay, night. Okay, good. Because somebody Listen. took us to a fucking graveyard, and and uh, my girlfriend at the time like broke her tailbone. Like, <laughs> this is this is the only thing though, and this is how it works with sledding. Okay, it's I have to call the banners. You you can't plan it. There's no planning. It just has to be. It's snowing today. We're either going sledding today or tomorrow. You can't be like, oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm going without you yeah, because yeah, you, know. you you get a window. Do we need to have tools? Sled. I, I, I don't have a sled. I had to go buy a sled. Bro, it's like seven dollars. Yeah, I'll buy everyone a sled. Y'all can pay me we back later. We bring tarp. hot toddies there. How about a tarp? No. You what? Get a fucking a sled like a normal person. You can do it on a tarp, but you might catch a rock and then your nuts explode. Oh. Right. Just ripped ripped your ass cheeks straight open. Maybe <laughs> done. Uh, but like here's the thing. Out of your back. We kick the kids off of the little portion of the hill that we're gonna be on. We bring hot toddies. It's in Avon. How steep? Hot. It is very steep. It is like it's a bitch and a half to walk up. It's hot. like tea and granddad whiskey, basically. Yeah. That's but a hot toddy. Give me, yeah. give me a S- Bro, it'll oh. cure you. Give me an estimated angle of steepness. Uh, I will say, I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before. But just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of new skills. I used it in the past to hone my film photography skills, which are sick now. Specifically, I checked out the class taught by Kyle McDougal. So if you want to learn a new skill or if you're interested in improving an old skill, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo annual 30 AFF for 30% off. All right, hold on. If like that's the right angle, 45. 45 honestly, I'm going to say there are parts that are very close to 45 degrees, and it's oh, long. 45 is not bad. It's long. Yeah, but, like, think about walking yeah, up a 45-degree slope in the snow. But that's manageable. That's it is, yeah. Can you workout. walk behind the hill? Like, is there like There's a, no behind is, the hill. Is, is there you like, just got to like You just gotta put up put up the work, bro. Just up the side of that bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a fence. All right, so here's the last thing about this hill. At the very bottom, there's, like, a straightaway, right? Probably like I'm just gonna give you hands representation. Imagine you're on this little tiny sled. There's a straightaway, so you come off flying super fast. And if you get going fast enough, you can clear the straightaway. There's a fence, but it's an old wooden fence. So if you lay down, you'll go under it. And then there's a road, and then there's a river. So like motherfuckers be like, like no one's died on it, but like the kids will be like, I'm trying to go as fast as possible and get over the, get all the way down to the river. Like you can't, because because there's a road there. Like the cars won't see you. Plus you stop at the concrete. But if it's 
If it's icy enough, you might be able to get down to the river. Yeah, man. Challenge accepted. You saying I can go over the road, over the over the street. Yep. And then to the river? Yep. To Grandma's <laughs> house we go. Yeah. And that's uh and I will say the whole entire hill itself, distance from the top of the hill to the fence is probably like two hundred feet. Like it's a it's a, it's a good little ride. I, this down. Is a, it's not Butler Hill, is it? No. Nah. No, bro. It's not too far from here? I mean, it's in Avon. Okay. Avon's like forty three oh, minutes. Avon is Yeah, awesome. if you yeah, live like on the side of town I live my mom damn near lives in Avon. It's, so I'm out like that 30, way often. It's thirty minutes from here. Avon is? I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but my mom like my mom lives over there. So like I'm in for my house it's like uh well, it's like twenty Yeah, it's about twenty minutes, right? for mine too. So like when I go see my mom, if it's snowing, we're all just like, Y'all trying to load up the thermos and go get it? All right, I'm down. But yeah. I went to Butler Hill, they also have a fence at the bottom and you just have to jump off your sled before you get Where's there. Butler Hill? I don't remember. I is it in kid. Butler? I think so. Huh. I'll have to check it because I, 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 I can't I smacked that fence and there. forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last thing. Birthdays. Birthdays are the worst days. Shouting out with doing champagne when we Thursday. This isn't a big deal. My birthday was uh, Monday, what? actually. Yeah, I am 35. I feel like I had a lot of plans. 35. And then we really just didn't do anything, which which is super cool. I had my family over on uh, Saturday. We all They all came over. My grandma came over. My uncle came over to see the house for the first time and hung out. We had pizza, um, some wings from Fat Dan's. Y'all know I fuck with Fat Dan's wings. And we just chilled, and that was it. And it was easy, and it was nice. And we were supposed to go to Toronto this weekend because we were in Mexico last month. And I was like, we can go to Toronto. We can be in all of North America in the span of two months. That'd be crazy. Just got to check it off the list. But we're not going to be able to make it, but we'll go on another time. It's an eight-hour drive. It ain't that fucking Are bad. you guys going to drive, not fly? Yeah. It's closer than you do. I want to do a little, little road trip because I feel like, I listen, I know that driving to Toronto is going to be the equivalent of driving anywhere else in the Midwest. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I never drove in another country. Like I want to, I don't know. It's just little I, things I, I want to do. I guess if I, if I was gonna drive to Toronto, I would want, already want to be in Michigan and then drive. Yeah. To, to, but I guess. It's but not, Detroit's it's the halfway that, point. Toronto's so. not yeah. that far away. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, like I, we we flew. Our flight was fifty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And then on the you way waited. back, on the way back for some fucking dude. First of all. Flying is just a shit show right now. On the way back, for some reason, they had us lay over in Chicago. So from Chicago to Indianapolis, it was oh like God. it was like what seconds? Like <laughs> fi- like a fifteen minute. See, we're like, up. We're there. And we're uh, and prepare for landing. <laughs> <laughs> you waited in line longer than you flew. Um, yeah, th- no, straight up. Like yeah. it was it was pretty. Jesus I'm Christ. Going to, I'm going to Cleveland for Thanksgiving, so I'm leaving Wednesday. I, like the last two weeks, I was low key looking airline tickets to. Fly to Cleveland. Uh, fly to Cleveland. They were just way too expensive, so I didn't make that move. But the the, I, the drive is, uh, is just horrible. Like it's just horrible. It's it's four hours, four and a half hours. Yeah. It's a horrible drive. I just hate that drive. But I, I was, bet. I was looking not. for those tickets. I, I I just hate driving to like. Now, when I was younger, I didn't mind driving, but now I'm old. I just can't. Bro, you just got to look. You got to find. But there's nothing to look at. In no, the Midwest, what, there's nothing to look. You at. get four podcasts. You watch the road. Four podcasts for an hour each. And you're like, damn, I'm, I'm already there. Four podcasts yeah. on the way back. Now so, you finished the whole podcast here, here, here's series. The or, thing. Here's the thing. Sorry. Not to no, no, you're good. I can't do podcasts on a road trip because when I do a podcast on my road trip, so weird thing about me, if I listen to something, I'm going to start imagining shit, right? And if I imagine this shit, then my ADD gets worse mm-hmm. and then I, I'm not focused on the road, right? Damn. If I actually watch something, I can actually focus on the road. Mm, that sounds like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're extremely gonna, dangerous yeah. and to yeah. avoidance behavior. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna. No, no one. Avoidance <laughs> behavior is instead of doing all that, you could drive in silence and be alone with your thoughts. Oh no, yeah. you don't want me to do that. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That is literally. I I think I, I, want, I want you to do that more than watching something. You don't watch anything yeah. while you fucking drive. <laughs> well, no, so also, when I'm watching something, I'm not like paying attention. I'm watching like reruns. I'm watching reruns, so I already know whatever it happens. But like, you don't like just to glance down, Thank just you, glance to my side, just that way for a little bit, you know. All right, well, Pat's the worst driver of us all. Yeah. It was running. Now it's Pat confirmed. He yeah. said it on the podcast. Uh, like, 100, like 100%. And with that, we're going to be moving on to the movie. Man, just watching TV. We had to uh, abdicate the dunce hat because so many people haven't seen the movie. Keyblade, have you been to Miami? Yeah, I don't know, man. Indie drivers are pretty... Indie drivers are incompetent. But not aggressive. Yeah. But not aggressive. That Motherfuckers in Miami drive like they just got done watching Mad Max. I guess if you're in the city, maybe. That's one thing about like uh, having stayed in Miami for that amount of time. Like just for even that couple weeks. Like just being in a bigger city, like you have to be aggressive. Aggr- aggressive. But there's like... 
there's a decorum around the aggressiveness because like everybody knows it, everybody expects it, so mm-hmm. it's just like it's like a it's like a controlled aggressive. Like Chicago, know. Chicago, you got to yeah. be aggressive. To See, but that shit just feels like a race to the bottom. It's like. Yeah, I have to get a gun because everyone has to have a gun because everyone else has a gun. I have to get a big truck because all the other big trucks on the road are pushing me well, out. Okay. I got to be no, aggressive because no, 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 everyone what, else is no, aggressive. No, 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 no. What, what I mean is you're coming out of a plaza, right? And there's like constant traffic. You just got to you got to there, there's not going to be any point where there's going to be no traffic. So you just have to kind of pick like the best moment. Find the gap. Yeah. Find the gap and get go. in there. Also, you, you can't, you can't just like wait. Cause you're going to be waiting for like 20, 30 minutes. Like it's just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick it spot and go. One thing I learned in this, uh, in Miami, just a tangent. And also like downtown Miami, like the city of downtown Miami is like, if, if when it's like rush hour and bustling and you need to get somewhere, you cannot stay in a lane to go. Like if you're trying to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you can like, there's a, the left lane is always going to be empty. You have to go in the left lane and then get in the straight lane. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in that lane. You have you have to do some stuff. Otherwise, you- all right. Well, well, well. Welcome to the movie club podcast portion of the podcast in which we discuss a movie that we watched uh, recently. We were we had a couple of hiatuses here and there and had to figure out some things. But for our Halloween bit, we were going to do Elvira. And in Elvira, they watch a midnight movie. <clears throat> so for the next movie running up, we were going to watch a midnight movie. We did Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah. which is a classic midnight movie, cult classic, failure in the box office, but Super uh, found itself doing very well in the midnight movie circuit and being one of the longest running theatrical plays in America of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read off just a general synopsis. And uh, I'll stop reading in a bit, and then we'll discuss the movie. <clears throat> Rocky Horror Picture Show is a 1975 independent musical comedy horror film produced by Lou Adler uh, and Michael White. M- oh, Michael White. Hold on, is this the movie we're talking about? We are talking about the movie and not the... Uh, it was also the screenplay was written by Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien plays Riff Raff in the movie. He is the guy who wrote the play. Nice. A lot of it's based on glam rock and uh, letting your freak flag fly. Anyway, uh, that's the, about the distributions. All right. Richard O'Brien, who is also a member of the cast, the film is based on a 1973 musical stage play, The Rocky Horror Show, the music book, uh, the music book and lyrics by O'Brien. The production is a tribute to science fiction and horror B movies of the 1930s uh, through to the early 1960s. Along with O'Brien, the film stars Tim Curry as Dr. Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Sarandon and Barry Bostwick and is narrated by Charles Gray uh, with cast members from the original Royal Court Theater, Roxy Theater and Bellasco Theater productions, including Nell Campbell and Patricia Quinn. It also has meatloaf in it. So for the ones who haven't seen this movie, me and Spider are going to give you a breakdown of what happens in the movie. Well, I saw the the. Uh, beginning bit a little bit. Quick oh, <laughs> question. I yes. saw the, I saw the wedding scene, and it, I could see it was doing some clever stuff. They had you had the American Gothic, yeah, uh, going on. So it's it's definitely working on some layers. I'm gonna watch it. I'm just bad. You definitely at, should. Just be ready is, for it being managing my. Time. It's a silly musical, and that's just what yeah. it is. Oh yeah. By it, the it, end of it, I forgot the wedding scene was even. <laughs> like, it, yeah, I, I've I, seen yeah. it so many times. I I promise you, I have no idea what this fucking movie's about. I, I imagine. Yeah, that's kind of what because it just starts off with like lips. Singing, which like very yeah. very well lit and very good macro shot of like some lip singing yeah. like that i feel like that's not an easy thing to get you um, know? pat what are you gonna you, say you said something uh, you said glam rock is that glamorous yes. locks or like brisk rock no was glam rock was uh, do you know twisted sister no yeah. do you know poison yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, Do you know Ed, rock Eddie, and roll Eddie from the Van, 80s? Van, which Eddie is the Van crazy hair. You know Kiss. Yes, yes, yes. Glam rock. That's glam rock. Yeah. Okay, so. They I'm, had the makeup and So they're the, not like the rock, like my rock. No, like David Bowie. Are you talking about like rock music or no, Dwayne Johnson? No, 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 rock music. So I'm like, like my <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, what kind of rock music do you listen to? Well, I, I don't listen like my generation rock music because the glam rock is 80 generation rock music. Right? Yes, eight. well, 70s, 80s, where are you pointing at? A fat squirrel. Just oh chilled. shit! Look at him. Oh, we Damn. called the tissue. Uh, chunky bitch. Like you know, David Bowie. This is <laughs> yeah. what David Bowie used to so dress this, like. This is like seventies and eighties. I'm talking about like yes. now rock. Like, yes. like corn. And I shit mean, like that. No. What, okay. what about My Chemical Romance? Ah, uh, well, we can if you want to have a conversation about how glam rock led to emo Glenn-ish. and about the. Ba- I mean, it is definitely there to be had. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah, roots. Yeah. What I'm talking about is e- modern corn rock, is is rock is rooted. Corn is new metal. New metal. Okay. Yeah, corn is not emo. It's but anyway, so nerd. glam rock is that we, we get the style of rock. We, 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 we get the, the vibes. Anyway, so 
the movie starts with these two regular uh, square, very not uh, politically conservative, but conservative in the way that they look, dress and appear and talk and act uh, people. And they're getting they're at a wedding and uh, his girlfriend catches the bouquet and he proposes to her. They sing a hilarious song where they say, oh, Brad. And it's a uh, fucking funny. And then so they're like, hey, uh, we just got married. We're going to go see our old professor. And on the way to go see the old professor, their car breaks down and they end up at a castle, uh, essentially. And Dr. Frankenfurter, played by uh, Tim Curry, is there and he's trying to build the perfect man. Mm-hmm. And it's like Frankenstein, kind of. He builds the perfect man. His name's Rocky. And um, there's a very important part in the movie where he asks uh, Janet. Janet's the main girl. where He's like, hey, what do you think about Rocky? And she looks at him. She goes... I don't like a man with too many muscles. And then Dr. Frankenfurter's like, he wasn't built for you. He was built for me. So it's a movie that, uh, it's got some outdated stuff in it, some uh, outdated terms, some uh, weird sexual stuff. But anyway, Brad and um, Janet both have sex with Dr. Frankenfurter. There there was a, a remake of this too, right? With like the, like the new age... Uh, I don't. They did a Glee was, episode. Um, they did a Glee episode about it. Who's the actress from um, the trans actress from um, um, fucking Orange Is the New Black? Do you, um, do you remember who I'm talking about? I almost said Lacroix. I forget her name. Yeah, because I because when I was I I rented it on um, Amazon because I was too lazy to look up the Hulu password. Been there. So <laughs> I. Um, it, it was right next to it. There there was a remake. Oh yeah, are they remaking? Who's starring in a remake? Apparently it's. Coming out in 2023. It was like a... I thought it would... No, there was an option to click it. It was like a, a season thing or like a short series. Mm. Like, there, there was... There were some... You know, hmm. there was something there. So, um, possible remake. The whole entire movie goes on. Turns out Dr. Frankenfurter is a... Um, extraterrestrial from the planet um, Transylvania <laughs> and the, uh, excuse the term, transvestite system. Mm-hmm. And that's a slur now, so that's why people don't use it. But... At the time, did had a lot of stuff steep in it from the 70s. This was after Stonewall, which was like the big um, pivotal point. Stonewall riots where, uh, well, no, they weren't riots. They were fucking fighting for their fucking freedom where it was like a turning point for the LGBTQ culture to like start being able to come out and being more accepted. It was in this movie came out right in between the 1990s and like the 50s, where in the 50s you could be fucking arrested or beat or harassed for being homosexual. In the 1990s, you can actively go to pride parades and fight for this shit. So. Anyway, the movie, after it came out, wasn't doing super good because it was too weird and too fucking gay. Super weird. <laughs> and like people were like, oh, we're not feeling this. And it started doing the midnight movies and people started fucking with it. And then a very special thing happened in one of the midnight movies where there's a part where Janet comes out of the car and she's not, she's getting rained on. And she just has a newspaper. Also, when you go to these plays, you're supposed to bring rice and a newspaper and water guns. Yeah, bring what? Rice. rice? Yeah, because at the wedding, they throw rice. So, like, when you go see these at night, like, it was a whole event. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so somebody yelled out in the crowd. They were like, why don't you get an umbrella, you cheap bitch? And then somebody laughed. And, like, the crowd kind of laughed. And then so people started coming to the movies with jokes. They were doing reactions. They were doing ah! commentary. They were just watching a movie and talking shit. Because everyone had seen the movie so many times that it was like. So now there's, like, a list of callbacks for the movie. Mm. So, like, when you go to the movie, if you're watching it with a group of people who've already been seeing it, like. When a line comes up, everyone says it. Mm. When the part comes in where the crowd is supposed to say the joke that the crowd is supposed to say, they say it. Like, it's been transformed. It's That's well cool. beyond what the play was. It's well beyond what the movie was. It's, it's fucking cultural movement. So it, it, it is important. Cult classic. Cult yeah. classic. Cult classic. It, it is an important piece of media because I think a lot of the rhetoric around like trans people today is that like, oh, it's this fad that just, yeah, it's brand it, new. Pe- pe- yeah, people want to treat it like it just it did. Kids are just all of a sudden like you know people are just all of a sudden intro. It, it's like no, it, trans people have existed since yeah. like the beginning of time. Yeah, like, it's 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 not uh, so it is. I mean, it, it's pretty um, for its time. It, I mean, it, it, trans people are such a controversy today. Yeah, yeah. It's so for its time, it, it's a, it's like a very it's crazy. And keep in mind, also Tim Curry movie going ham. Yeah, Tim Curry singing, yes. dressed to the nines, being absolutely over the top, absolutely ridiculous. One hell of a fucking villain too, because Tim Curry's obviously always the villain. That's just that's just <laughs> how we roll. Tim Curry's the villain in this movie, and like. Um, so yeah, uh, what I was re- I was listening to this uh, story by Matt Baum, who is this uh, he's this queer creator, and he talks about like a lot of uh, the older movies and the older stuff, which I really love his channel because he, he does like video essays, but it's like deep dives about like how uh, how look look at how uh, like gay and trans representation is in like the uh, All in the Family. 
because you don't think it's really there but he's like no it's a lot here and like like look at it like it's so he goes back in there to just say that this shit existed in the past but anyway he was talking about how like watching this movie was his first time like deciding to come out because like you see Brad and you see Janet and they're very stuffy in and by the end of it they're walking around and it draws the whole fucking time and it's like mm -hmm. it's just like a moment to be who you are be who you want to be wear what you want to wear and people started doing that at the shows people started showing up in the costumes from the show which is already drag and then people just started showing up in drag mm -hmm. and then people just started wearing what the fuck ever and like you can go to a pride parade and if it's warm outside you'll see people wearing the shit from the movie out in the that's streets dope. and like that's it it kicked off a whole fucking movement mm -hmm. from a play that a dude wrote that's about aliens. So, yeah. how would you madness. compare the only play that I know, like obviously besides Shakespeare? Uh -huh. The only other, like I haven't, I don't. You never know, been. I yeah, I've never been. Don't know much about plays. Yeah. The only thing I know about Shakespeare, and then like for mainstream is Hamilton. So, how would you compare like Hamilton and this? Like, are they on the same level? Of no. So, there's a whole entire system of community plays. You like Tyler Perry? Tyler yeah. Perry was doing plays before he was doing all of his movies. Are fucking the plays? Yeah. Yeah, they like the pretty much plays. Yeah. So it's more like Tyler Perry than it is Hamilton yeah. or Shakespeare. Like, there's okay. if Hamilton and Shakespeare are the two things you know about plays, that's like not even the peak <laughs> of the mountain. Okay. Those are just like the, the, yeah. the ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> where we started, like, where we are. Okay. One's at one and the other one's at 100,000 and there's all of the shit in oh, between. And you know, a uh, fun fact about uh, cross-dressing is in Shakespeare time, uh, women were oh, not allowed wow. to be in plays. So do you know who played the women parts? <laughs> men. The men. And you know how they put it on? They dressed up as women. Right. And it wasn't a weird thing. It was just normal. It was, it was it, just like, yeah. Well... It was, it was <laughs> it, sexist. It was, it was misogynistic progression <laughs> in like, a way, you know, it's, just, it's like, we can't let the women be up there, but Hey fellas, you make up on fleek today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, I actually, while I was in Canada, I, I got to have a little bit of an ally moment yeah. because like my, some relatives, when you know politics came up mm -hmm. and and some people shared some interesting some interesting takes opinions uh, uh you know particularly about trans and they're like you know drag queens are fucking reading to children now isn't that fucking weird i like i i let it go Bells for the clown was weird <laughs> i i let it go for as long as i could and then i just i had it and i was like let me ask you something because my fear was true. There, these motherfuckers are standing Vivek because he's Indian. Yeah, so, no, I, I know. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yep, so, yep. so my fear was it, it came true, and I was like, okay, I, I need to say something, just to say something. And I and I told, I asked them, I was like, do you understand, like LGBT, like it's out of three hundred million people, it's like one one to five percent of the population. It's these aren't issues. Like even if you gave LG, because I was like, I'm not here to change your minds and hearts about LGBT. Like I think yeah. you're, I think you're misguided. But if you want to hate them and treat them less than human, you can. But please understand that like why are politicians harping on these issues that don't even affect most of the country? What are they distracting you from? And that's when they were like, well, drag queens are reading to kids. And I was like, well, drag queens have never shot up a school. Right. So, like, <laughs> like, every every counterpoint, like it just like it it silenced them in a way where I could see that I caused even just a minutia of intro, introspection. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, I was proud of that moment. Nice. nice. That's good. I, I definitely agree with you with the whole Vivek thing. Um, luckily, it, it's scary. It's, it is it's because scary. Because the same, the, how do you, is I, I'm sorry, the, go, go ahead. The, the same people. That, so I have my mom's friends. Um, they didn't like Trump at all. And they were voted, they were voting for uh, Democrats. Um, and they hated Trump so much because, you know, the whole th with the health, like most Indians were in the healthcare, and the they just didn't like Trump at all. But now, they love Vivek, and I said he's a Republican, so he has the same ideals as Trump does. They don't realize that shit at all, but they love Vivek. Doesn't make sense. Um, it, it, it's it's a level of like corruption that's just so obvious now that I'm I'm concerned that people literally can't see it, like. The politicians that are on TV now, they couldn't be worse at hiding their intentions, in my opinion. It's pretty fucking clear who's fighting for what and what their true intentions are. And it is terrifying. It is terrifying that so many people in this country can't see it. And I'm not standing for the Democrats here either. Like, they're all shitheads. Like, every single one of these motherfuckers is a shithead. And it is so 
scary and concerning that that people lack the critical thinking to to see like very obvious corruption in front of them. It's just terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah. Well, so I think um what needs to happen is that Pat needs to actually watch this movie uh, or go to the play. Also, you need to go to some place. Go to a play. Yeah, but I, where did I go to play in Indiana? At the Bro, IRT. Phoenix, yeah, IRT Phoenix, Phoenix. Theater. Uh, also, Fringe. I, you guys, Fringe. you guys yeah. know my my level of challenges. Do you think I would get it? Yeah, yeah. It's mostly people telling you exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it's doing a play. It. It's you can watch like, a movie, right? Yeah, but then see, you can watch I'm, a play. I'm, I'm, a, I'm more of a visual learner. Like if I'm hearing things, it's like what the I play's can, visual. It, That's why it's, it's in front of you. What? They don't You're just watching talk. people on a stage. I don't know how to explain it. He doesn't watch movies. You have to understand. He puts on a movie and he'll go to the kitchen. No, nah, he, he came he, with a dissertation on the Princess Bride or that, Princess yeah. Diary. Then we, you know what? We have to pick movies that sound like other movies to get him to watch <laughs> the movie. You know, Look, it's like we have to reverse psychology. This guy. We got to go to. All right, listen. Plays are, are fun. You've have oh. you, you've seen performance art. So before, every time, right? every, so I have uh, a misconception about plays, obviously, okay. and my misconception is probably made by what I see on TVs and movies about plays, right? Yes. When I see TVs and movies uh, talk about plays, uh-huh. the person always hates going to plays. They don't want to get go to plays. They always get forced to go to plays, and they always sleep there. They don't have a good time there. So, like, that's how I think plays are. I took Marquetta last year, so here in Indy they do um, a really good, everyone fucking raves about it, they do a really good Christmas Carol, right? Everyone knows Christmas Carol, you know Christmas Carol. So they do Christmas Carol here, and it's always good. The singing, on point, the set dressing, on point, they always figure out interesting ways to show this shit, like, it's, it's, you know a Christmas Carol, but it's still entertaining, it's still good, you get a couple, you get a little thing of wine, or you get some fucking liquor, you sit there, you watch people put on a play, like, it's fun. There are also community plays that are just wild, like, when you get away from like the IRTs, like the fancy play, when you go to just like Phoenix, bro, the fucking Phoenix, like I'm about to, they just do shit. They'll be like, oh, someone here in the community wrote a play about gun violence, and we're gonna now fucking oh act it God. out. And you're like, yo, what the dude, fuck? Damn, I went in there and dude had it. He's like, hey, I want everyone to know that there are blanks in this gun. I needed to simulate so you guys understand how loud these gunshots were during this time. Damn, and he's popping off in the fucking theater, and you know, like your seats are here, the stage is like where the door is, so like you're right next. That's to That's entertaining. Chair. Yeah. yeah, you'd like a play, bro. I, you would. There are. Would. There are. It's not like you wouldn't like all plays. Just like there's movies you wouldn't like. There's plays you wouldn't like. There's plays yeah. I wouldn't fucking like. But there are plays you would like. And there are movies you would like. And sometimes that shit's underground. Like, yeah. There's um. This is gonna be a thing that it does talk about the movie, but also talks about this too. So, in uh, all right. So there was this thing, and it was called um, it was called Afropunk, right? And it was this thing in New York. And Afropunk became this really big sensational thing, and it did so well that Essence bought it out, right? And Essence bought it out, and then it stopped being counterculture and punk, and it started being more mainstream. So then after that, those people who were at it, they were there for the punk shit, made their own thing. And that thing became super punk. And then eventually, the mainstream took stuff from the punk stuff from the underground, and they made it mainstream. And then the underground reacted to that and made things that were more outlandish more underground Mm -hmm. and this is like the cycle of art right Mm -hmm. so sure you're seeing movies and the movies is like the mainstream shit but there are still non-mainstream movies that are reactions to those movies just like there's mainstream plays and then there's non-mainstream plays that are a reaction to those it's like if when an art thing becomes an art thing and then it becomes mainstream the people who were originally creating that kind of art usually try to take a left hand turn or a right hand turn and they make mm-hmm. something new okay. like the underground is where the shit comes from yep. but also the underground at times needs a cultural pivot point to react to to build that yep. and so like sure the shit you see on the mainstream is good but like the shit that's in the underground that's what's going to be hot in the next 10 years that's what you can get an understanding of like what's going on in a culture right now it's um this movie's like that because it was underground. Very, yeah, very like, underground. Yeah, th- like, I think the best art is in the independent scene because those are people making it for the sake of making it, not because they want any financial gain or there's, like, a fucking team of suits telling them what to do. Like, the best art comes from the people that just want to make it for the sake of making it. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to add a little nuance to my earlier point when I was, like, going off on my family. Not going off, but, like, I was trying to counter their points and the whole conversation came up because they were talking about it in a sense of like trans people and drag queens are a threat to this country and they're a threat to like kids and like, you know, we're, we're exposing them to things too early. And that's where I kind of came from is like 
Trans people and drag queens are not threatening your children's future. The opioid epidemic, homelessness, mm-hmm. uh, wealth inequality, uh, the ever uh, raising rent prices and climate and, and, change, uh, uh, <laughs> fucking wages not being adjusted for. Yeah, climate change is. The, it was on the list. That's not even. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even the worst of it. You know. So I, I labeled all these things. I was like, that's what's threatening your children's future. The fact that they'll never be able to own real estate and property like you did. And I'm sorry, but you can't just because. You know, they, they were also talking about their kids just, like, not having, like, motivation to do shit these days. And I was like, why the fuck should they? Right. They why, can see it. Why should they? And it, it just, I, I just, I was able to quiet the room in a, in a way that they were like, hmm. Nah. You know? <laughs> uh, two things before we finish here and start to wrap up. One, there has been a trans shooter. Just one, according to the chat. Uh, as a clarification, I'm not here on Google, so I'm not going to look it up. I'm just throwing it out there for the discourse. Yeah. It's probably there on Google. Two, uh, Pat, world famous says, Pat, you can increase your intelligence by having more experiences and being alone with your thoughts, but engage them thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think you're pretty intelligent. Because once again, we have seen you do intelligent ass shit. It's so what you I, want to. One of my favorite things is actually driving in silence in the car or even like when the winter comes and it's just. That quiet dead, is out there. Yeah, yeah. Dead, dead silence. Like, it's it's also just meditating. Like, being alone with your thoughts, I think I'm funny because I have actually made myself laugh out loud. You oh, know yeah. What I mean? like, <laughs> like, just sitting there I just thinking the random shit. I'm like, I'm stupid. Like, what the yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that is the most fun is sitting there just it's, bonding with yourself. That's, that's so you guys one, just think about that. Like you that's just, like, one misconception about meditation is that people think you need to empty your mind and yeah. come to this moment. No, of like, just, no, it's actually quite the opposite. You need to let your mind. It, it's like watching cars on like you're standing on a road and you're watching cars pass by but every single car is one of your thoughts Mm -hmm. like you just don't dwell when when a car passes you by do you think about it no exactly so like you're supposed to you're the whole notion of being alone with your thoughts is to just just whatever comes into your mind however uh you mean however it makes you feel or whatever yep whatever you don't don't however however go and keep going however fucked up or non-fucked up it is you just okay I think just uh, non don't be judgmental to yourself and don't be judgmental to the thoughts that pop up. Just let it be and just be like, oh, that's weird that I thought that we should probably reflect on that later. You know, yeah. it's like you, you make a checklist of like, oh, why did I think that? And it's just like that. That is that is the ultimate uh, control of oneself. In my in my opinion, is when you can be alone with your thoughts and not judge yourself. So ah. legit, I think of my brain as like, and it's its own little entity in here, and then it. I think it. I'm able to use it. So if I ever stop using it and let that thing keep producing its own energy, like what is it gonna do? What is my brain gonna do if I'm not using it? Just See, I always thought I always thought meditating or like um, to really master or whatever is to like completely be thoughtless. Nah, Mm-mm. nope, no, no. Because like, I, there's no way I could do that. Nope. I've that's managed mis- to do it once or twice. Like literally, like I, I mean, it's kind of hard. You kind of have to focus on it, but I'll get there, and it feels like deleting the cash for me. But usually, when I'm meditating, it's like I'm just. Sometimes I'm just I'm out with my camera, and like if I'm by myself and mm-hmm. I'm just walking around, I'm that just can, like that can be meditative. I'm just walking. Mm-hmm. I see something. I'm like, I'll take a picture of that. Like I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, I'm just doing, and I'm just yeah. being, and I'm letting my thoughts wash over me, and that's it. And it's fine. And I'm like, hell yeah, it's good. And, and, and I mean, people, you're probably doing that at the gym. Who knows when you are, but like. When you can make it a part of your thing, like I start, I know when I start feeling like I'm gonna use the word backed up, which is probably the right word for it. But I know when I start feeling like uh, I'm kind of getting kind of anxious or like kind of to the point. I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it wash off. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna fucking get my shit together. I'm gonna think. I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna let it like just be. Like I know I can get to that meditative state and just do that shit. I um, oh, fuck, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> Um, but oh, uh, uh, there are different styles of meditation. Also, not mm-hmm. not every Show me your style. Not every meditation is going to work for everyone. Like there are certain meditation practices that just absolutely won't work for ADHD people because we can't we can't control our our thoughts. Um, even though that's like counterproductive to what I just said. But there's did not every technique is going to work for everybody. That's another misconception is like people think med- meditation is just like sitting there and trying to come to a place of emptiness, which is like what I tried to do for years. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, but th- there's so many different types of meditation. I find it best for myself to use guided meditation. I don't think I can for the same reason. I don't think I can sit there alone. I can sit there alone now and be like alone with my thoughts, but like, 
trying to do anything productive with that. So I, I need a, a guided meditation. So like, um, there's one, it's, it's like 53 minutes long, but it's called untouchable peace. Mm-hmm. And when I did, that's what we did in therapy. And that's when I had my breakthrough moment. Cause like I, I went on a fucking trip, dude. And it, it felt like five minutes, but it was like 53 minutes. And it, nice, I, nice. I had a huge, huge moment uh, with that one. So I would highly recommend that one. It's called untouchable peace on this app called insight timer insight. Timer. Yeah. It's kind of like headspace and calm mm. and those apps, but it's called insight timer. It's going to want to make you pay for it, but just click the X. It's a completely free app. There's like over 200,000 different guided meditations on there. Nice. Ranging from everything. There's like yoga. There's even just like tracks with no words. Just Let's like, see, I cannot just, just calming music. Meditations. Like Bria loves them and she's always recommending them. But like, if I, see, I, case in point. Yeah. I'll be doing it and I'm just like, yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. trying to Fuck meditate. Up my shit. Like, case in point. See, I, I need... I need direction. I need somebody mm. to like be like, okay, now do this. Mm. Okay, mm. I've also been meditating since I was a kid. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. So you, you're yeah. you're more you're pro- an expert. You're more proficient at it. Uh, uh, but yeah, for anybody out there, Insight Timer, very highly recommend. Don't nice. pay for it. <laughs> I have not listened to the new Andre 3000 album, but I plan on doing it. All right. Someone said it's uh, weird, but good. Yeah, I think you search at that. Yeah. I'm excited because uh, I love Andre 3000. That's kind of what I expect. So it came out today. Uh, I think so. Here um, it is, everybody. Uh, we're continuing the movie club, the struggle bus that it is. Christmas. Are we going campy or Christmas? Christmas movies. Um, we're not. Halloween's uh, over. Christmas Campy's movies over. are so. F- ooh, ooh. Good Christmas. Christmas ooh. movies will get you back. In I know one thing we can do as a podcast. Mm-hmm. This might have to be an off podcast activity. Mm-hmm. But John Woo returns this winter. Ooh. Who's that? With a win- silent John Woo, John Woo, he he made Face Off. He's like he's like the action guy of the nineties. Yeah. Oh, Face Off, I know Face Off. Con Air. Like, Con- oh, Con Air. I, I'm, Woo, I, know Con I feel Air like too. that would be a John Wooish movie, right? Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. John Woo? Um, John Woo was the dude in the nineties making all the action movies. But there's one he's coming back. It's called Silent Night Ooh. with the. Uh, uh, um, Hopper from John Le- uh, yeah Hopper John yeah. John, Leguizamo. John Leguizamo and he's like an evil Santa or something yeah right? it's yeah, it's it's basically okay. John Wick but with Santa all right fine we're doing Christmas movies um the start off with we're doing Kiss Kiss Christmas Bang Bang movies. what the fuck is that that's not a, is that a, hold on let that's me a Christmas hey I'm not, hey I've always wanted to watch it because the, sol- the I salon I go to is called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and, nice. I, and I know that that's a movie yeah and I was like, that's, Robert Downey Jr. Val Kilmer. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Nice, okay. This don't look like a Christmas movie. I, it don't even have any Christmas fucking themes on there. It takes place during green. Christmas. It it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. This is not a goddamn uh, Listen, I'll do you a favor. After that, we're going to watch. After that, we're going to watch Love Actually. Oh, I like that movie, but I get to pick a, I get to pick another one. You get to pick one, and it's going to probably be Jingle oh, All the Way. Oh, God, dude. We let Pat pick one Christmas movie. It be, I don't know which one. There's so many good ones. Fuck. No matter die what it is, Pat. Hard. I don't know yet, but I got to think oh, about it. Oh man, Die Hard. Hey man, shout out to uh, Bruce Willis and his family. They are. Yeah. They are what going, happened? They are going. Bruce Willis it. is dying. He's yeah. got. Uh, he's got dementia. Oh, sh- for real? Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Fuck! Yeah. I thought he was always like young, young, like like not. I mean, young. he is young. He's like sixty. He young. is young. That's yeah. what's tragic about it. Uh, so kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've never yeah. seen it. I have yes. no idea what it is. Yes. I don't know. Oh. Yes. Okay. I don't I, know. I have any... a favorite fucking movie. Oh, isn't there also one called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Chitty Chitty. Yeah, Chitty Chitty that. Bang Bang. I just, remember, very I just, old I just remember that from the Rugrats where she was like, I like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There's also one. Chitty Chitty. No, that's Chitty 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 there's four of us. I picked mine. I picked Gremlins. That nice. I see where you. I see your Ooh, headset, and I like that. N- Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good one. No, these are fucking Halloween movies. No, they're not. It's literally called Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> oh, has Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like we've got all of our Nightmare cri- Before Christmas. Pat, you get to pick one Christmas movie. This I, is my I, Christmas I, present to you. I'm gonna have to think. I'm gonna have to think about because I'm gonna. Think oh, about, it, bad okay. news. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. I I wanted to put it, a caveat. We, Pat gets to pick, but we get to vote. So what? You, no, you Pat gets with, to pick any Christmas. No, you better you better come with three picks, two go picks. With, go with Batman Why? Returns because we get to we get to vote. Listen, that listen, everybody listening, cool. Check it. There are five Fridays in December. We're not gonna be here for the last Friday. So the first, the eighth, the fifteenth, and the twenty second. Oh, I will be gone on the fifteenth. All right. I will. 
I won't be here on the. We won't be here on the twenty second. Cool. Then it looks on. like we're doing two Christmas movies, and one of them is gonna be Kiss Silent, Kiss Bang Silent Bang. Silent Night by John Woo this Christmas. No. Go watch it at your local theater. Pat, you get to. <laughs> All right, listen. Here's the thing. Um, I, I said I want to do Spidey. Christmas movies. Together. I'm down to do Gremlins. Holy Can we do Gremlins in January and get oh, Pat? Oh, I've never seen. Gre- is that the one where it's like they're, they're eating her? No, no, that's Troll too. Aww. Pat, you get to pick a Christmas movie. We're gonna watch they're it on the eighth. Her. Okay, okay. That's your Christmas present this year. Okay. Hey, I know you just yeah. saw Gremlins on that Christmas movie First list, all, so I don't know what you're talking are about. Are we just gonna no, say fuck you to Thanksgiving? Because there's there's a there's a B minus movie called B minus. Actually, I'd say a C minus. There's a Good C job. minus movie called Thanks Killing. Ooh, it's about a killer turkey. Well, that gets its that re- that gets, like a win. That gets its revenge. The only reason we're skipping <laughs> Thanksgiving is because we won't be here that Friday. Otherwise, I was going to do Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because that's a really good Thanksgiving movie. But so many Christmas. Christmas. All right, Pat. By the next, by the first, everybody. To be clear, on the first, we're watching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. On the eighth, we're watching Pat's pick. Okay. Pat. You have until the eighth. So Actually, you have until the first, so there, we can watch it. There's one the I watched last year. It was so good. It was uh, it was animated. It was with uh, Netflix. Klaus. Klaus was so good. How did I know? Wasn't it good? It was good. See, we watched Klaus. <laughs> All right, Klaus. We will see you guys at the next one. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Bye. We're gonna go do stuff. We're gonna hey. go do stuff and you, things. You guys said you guys, you know, with the seasonal depression and stuff, man. Watch Christmas movies. That will get rid of your seasonal depression. Christmas bro. movies. For a kid Sometimes to grow up without Christmas, the most depressing thing was seeing everyone talking about all of them. Talking normies, five, ten.